You're listening to Ants Talk. My next guest almost died in a car accident 30 years ago. She became overweight and found that she could not find bras that would fit her. She then found her own and discovered other women had similar issues. So she created her business, Big Girls Don't Cry Anymore. The business sells online where they do virtual fittings and even have a drone in her store, which is the size of four tennis courts. Let's find out more. Welcome to the show, Karen Edbrook. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for coming on to the show. You're welcome. Very, very unusual story all about bras. I love it. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Hey, I've been doing this for 27 years, so nothing Amazing. surprises me. <laughs> so, Karen, tell us about this life-changing car accident. So, I used to be a loans manager with a top bank and um, I had a car accident. I was going across five lanes of traffic. The guy hit me on the side, wiped me out. That was it. Um, I recuperated probably eight to ten months, couldn't go back to my current job, put on a lot of weight, but the weight went to my bust because I was very active. Yeah. So going um, from doing five days a week, you know, um, indoor cricket bowling to having nothing, the weight got put on my bust. So um, my parents actually lived in Spain then. And as I was going over to Spain, I realised, well, hold on, I can go into any shop in America and buy bras. Why can't I do that in Australia? Mm. So I recuperated for a while, came back home and said to my partner, um, I couldn't go back to the bank where I was. I was pretty high up in the bank and I just couldn't go back to that level because um, I wasn't mentally there anymore, like being away for like eight months. Yeah. So came back, said, so I've got a couple of business ideas. And um, we went away for the weekend. He goes, well, you're always crying when you go bra shopping. So he came up with the name Big Girls Don't Cry Anymore. So I, he, I give him credit for that only. That's <laughs> one good thing we did. Um, so, yeah, and then I did research. I spent another few months. But you've got to realise back then, you have no mobile phones and no Google. Yeah. So to do research, I had to go to the library and I had right. to look up yellow pages. So you can imagine you had to go to the library every day and do the research. Then you had then you had to wait home for the fact and you had to send faxes. So oh. it wasn't like these days you didn't know who you couldn't Google the company. No, you know you didn't check a company out. So it was all about um, doing your research and you had to stay home by the phone and the time difference. So you said about this state. So do you know why that there was always that discord with being able to buy stuff over in the states but not here in it's Australia? The population. It, it, yeah. it was our population back then. The biggest bra then was probably about a D double D cup. You know, no one realised um, that you needed bigger. And the biggest mistake I made was, well, when I started, I'd been about a size 16, 18. I'd gone that much weight from a size 12. But when we started, we thought we were just doing those girls. Then over the years, like now, our biggest sizes are size sixes. It's yeah. the girls with all the bus, just... You know, our, our lifestyle, you know, and America is so far ahead of us. Um, and then I realised, well, hold on, if I could buy in America, why can't I buy here? Mm. But back then, oh, Australia's only small, you know. <laughs> they, they don't really want to know you, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it was like 12 months of research just to do it. That's incredible. Funny enough, I work as a makeup artist and um, only, you know, not that long ago, it was only a few years ago that we only had one brand that actually offered an array of colors for skin tones and that was mac um and if you went to any other counter apart from mac you would not get a skin uh, like a foundation for a darker skin tone you just wouldn't 
Um, oh, it's thank- hard. Like, yeah. It's, Thankfully, it's been- that's changing. <laughs> Well, the interesting thing was, a very funny story, is on my first trip to New York, lingerie back then was all dominated by men. So I took my husband with me to a showing and and all the guy reps were saying, we're talking to him, not me, saying, I oh, see how it goes over the bust area. And they were directing everything to him, not me. You know what I mean? So I was a female in a lingerie industry, which didn't really exist back then. Isn't I had incredible? to fight that as well, which is really weird. Yeah, definitely. And that's so weird because it, bras are such a thing that they are very individual. It's yeah. how it fits and feels on the body, et cetera, et cetera, where majority of men wouldn't know that. I do have some men that would know that, but majority <laughs> of men would not yeah. know that feeling or the discomfort if you're not fitted properly. And you look at the top designers around the world who make women's clothes. Yeah. They're men. Well, it's, it's almost like the makeup artists too. Some of the top exactly. makeup artists are men. And, and it was interesting what you said about tones because one of our suppliers now has brought out four shades in a nude. So yeah, I've seen that actually. I actually know that exact one you're talking about. Yeah, we've got an image and it shows all different tones of the nude, which is, I love it. It's, it's just, such a great idea. It's not putting everyone into one class. Yeah, you know I mean? like, oh, must wear this. So I really like where where it's going, and mm. we're in an industry where it still changes. Like after twenty seven years, I still have so many ideas that I want to do. Yeah, you know, I, I just have all this, the you know, all these ideas that I want to do, and a lot of things I do are world firsts. No one in the world's thought of it. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, that's amazing. So Thank after you. the accident, what did you find changed internally after it? I've never, I've always been working since I was 16. So there is no way I was going to give up on this idea. Mm. And then when I had the idea and I thought, well, hold on, if it's just me, but the company's been in trouble a few times when we first started, we couldn't handle the amount of people. We didn't realise, like the publicity actually did us harm because we couldn't cope with the amount of customers, you know, we, we were dealing with. And the more you looked into it, the more the stories came came out you know how people have been doing this for years and it's funny that my very first bra wasn't a big bra it was a bra for the elderly for the front opening so you could do like the bras at the front yeah we sold that bra back then for 39.95 today it's my still my number one seller at 39.95 wow because of all the duty and taxes and we're really proud of that because it's yeah. a bra that a lot of people use and it's still our top seller today and now at home it's selling even more because it's a posture bra. So it makes you want to sit up yeah. more. So we're even selling more of it now than we did 27 years ago. Isn't that incredible? Because bras yeah. aren't cheap from my knowledge. <laughs> no. Well, we've made it um, that we have no bras over $100. There's a lot on the market out there. But for us, if you're paying like 79 or 89 you get good value for money. If you have a couple of good bras, they will last you a long time. How many bras does a woman need? Like, oh, my God. Well, well, it depends. People want a sports bra, yeah. right? And then they want a leisure bra for around the house. Then they might want a strapless bra. Then they might want a T-shirt bra and a push-up bra and a balcony wow. bra. Wow. So it depends what you want, you want to wear. So I've got something new coming up um, in the next few months and it will show you that type of thing um, on bras. It'll be a world first. So 
So I'll keep you updated. Is That's incredible because I remember my own mum. I think she maybe had four bras and they were all pretty much the same in my eyes. I always remember actually finding, going into the washing machine and finding the little metal, you know. Oh, the wires. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Still can't put underwear bras in the washing machine. It voids oh. the warranty of your washing machine. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, because it says do not in a washing machine. So, yeah. <laughs> if you put your bra in a washing machine, you could lose a $3,000 washing machine. Wow. Well, that won't, yeah. won't be an issue in my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, apart from wanting to find bras that fit, what compelled you to start the business? Like, what was the thing that compelled you? I wanted to work. I really wanted to work. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't do my existing loans job in the bank. And um, I just wanted to do something that was creative. Um, I looked at a few other options. I, I, my partner had his own business and I thought, well, I could do this. Do you know what I mean? But I need to do the research. Mm. Um, and I didn't want to sit doing nothing all day. Like I spent, while I was recuperating, I was doing research as, yeah. as much as I could, you know. Um, and I just wanted to help people. And the more research I did, the more I realised we are so far behind the other countries. Oh, yeah. You know, and then the more I looked into it, 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 it went from, you know, the front opening bras for the elderly to, to teenagers who can't get sports bras mm. to brides who can't wear a strapless gown because they've got a fuller bust. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, why can't I try and solve some of these issues? Yeah. Because it's and funny, um, most people just assume that it's women with larger breasts that have the issues finding bras that fit, but it's also for women that don't have a lot of breasts who have issues finding the right bra. It is. Yeah, yeah. it is too, but it's the small, it's the people with a smaller body that has a fuller bust. And over the 10 years, that's where that's come into it. Like, say over 10 years ago, I wouldn't have many Japanese or Chinese ladies come into the shop, mm. right? But now there's more and more because they've still got the small body frame, but a fuller bust. Wow. So it, it's, cha- it's changing and the age is changing. Like years ago, we'd get 14 and 15-year-olds. Now we're getting 10 and 11-year-olds because puberty's wow. earlier. So, That's like, you know, crazy. I think our youngest one's 10, you know, and, and the mother's, like, dragged them in to the store. I wonder so if, that's, I wonder if there's any truth to that um, eating chicken. <laughs> oh, so, look, this has been happening for years. What, men can grow bust because they, they eat chicken every day. Yeah. It, it's just so, like, how does food grow so fast? Do you know what I mean? Like, there it's is so... It's Many crazy things to think. Yeah. But American, you look at where American was, they had more takeaway places than we ever did back then. Yeah. And the more and more we get like American Europe, that's when you know, more and more people have been growing. Wow. And it's not necessarily their, their body, it's their bust. Yeah. And once you lose the elasticity in your bust, you cannot get it back without surgery. That's why all these people at home at the moment who are on like leave or anything else, they can't go braless. If, if they go braless, our plastic surgeons are going to make a killing at the end of the six months. Wow. Because you can't get the elasticity back in your bust. Because people think, oh, I just won't wear a bra, but you have to wear a bra, really. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it's yeah, incredible. I think. Yeah, people go, I want to go braless. I can go braless now, work from home. Well, that's not going to work. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've been seen, seeing that a lot, actually. Yeah, I've seen, I've actually had a lady who had to fold her bust into her bra. Wow. And she was in her late 50s. I actually saw a video on Facebook the other day of, I mean, it was one of those ones where it, I, I'm assuming she was a crack addict or something and yeah. on, a, on a train in New York and she'd taken her top off. And I'm not joking, her breasts were down to her waist. And it was... Yeah, just, I've seen that. 
like I was just like because I I haven't seen a lot of breasts myself I'm a gay man I I was just like wow like I just I'm doing research for Karen (laughs) 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 that's what my husband Benji used to say his wife she said well you look at them I'm doing research for them I love it I love it that's brilliant Tune in each week for Ant's Talk to learn about real-life stories, celebrities and everything in between. So you yeah. don't just work with bras, you also do swimwear, is that correct? We do cup-size swimwear for the fuller bust, yeah. So right. we do swimwear for the ladies as well. So um, they can be just as supportive in a swimsuit as they can in a bra. Our swimsuits are made by the bra companies. And with so, what that was actually one of the questions I was just thinking of is, so with bras, what which country is the biggest manufacturer as such? Well, you have the American and the US. Right. Um, sorry, you have the US and then you have the U- UK. And believe that both body shapes are different. Yeah. Then, like um, a lot of Europeans are very broader, broader women, whereas the US aren't. So we bring in the same amount from each from each country mm. and they get them made all over the world. But the thing is they don't come, we don't get them directly from the factories. They've got to go back to like um, America or the UK and then they go through quality control and they're checked and everything through that. So there's a massive quality control. We don't get them directly from um, the factories. So, so what you're sort of saying is a place like China isn't a big production place for them um, all different places around the world yeah oh okay so yeah because you know and how some, most things come from china that we, china. we yeah, some, people, some do come from china but it's different when you when you might own a factory there rather than just getting them made there right. there's a big difference if the company owns a factory in china than getting someone to make it gotcha that's the big difference wow so what do you think are the biggest hurdles for larger women um Probably just getting something that they're happy with. A lot of people worry about the letter of a bra. Like if I say like I'm a 24J, mm. okay, they don't, they won't accept that they're a J cup. They want to be a double D or an E. Yeah. Um, it's something so simple and it's just a letter. It's what fits. And then you've got to find the right clothes because there's still not a lot of clothing out there for people with bigger busts with smaller waists. Still, these girls still look like they've got like tents on or the shirts are popping. Yeah, I think yeah. there's a market for people who have got a fuller bust um, with a smaller waist. That, that's a big area that we find a lot of people are complaining about. And um, I, think and it, I think it's also because some people have bigger backs and a broader sort of... Broader backs, yeah, and some people, yeah. But people think if you've got a broader back, you've got a bigger bust. That doesn't necessarily work either. Yeah. See, so you could be like in a dress size 26 or 28 and you've got a smaller bust. Well, everything still a tent on them. They think yeah. that we just have to wear tents, which is, which is wrong. So, um, yeah, and, and we're treated differently these days. And, like, some people look at me and go, oh, you should just lose weight. But I'm not well because of injuries, you know what I mean? It's not because I eat a lot. I don't eat a lot. You know what I mean? It's just that I medically can't do a lot of things. And some people are like that. Some people um, have got a, um, a bigger bus because they've got a medical condition and the tablets can do that. Like they oh, might yeah. have a hormone imbalance. And people don't get that. People just assume they should be losing weight. Yeah. And that's not the case on a lot of these people. Yeah, no, I've noticed that myself with a lot of my friends that may be carrying more weight, they're actually not big eaters. I mean, and then I've got no, friends yeah. that are like twigs and they eat like a man. It's yeah, inc- I know. It's incredible. Like, 
I think that with a lot of it, it's got a lot to do with our metabolisms, a lot more than what people think. Yes, it, it has, and, and it changes. Like, it's just everything is changing. Mm. You know, what's normal now in a body size wasn't normal 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. So, it's yeah. very interesting. Um, tell us about this warehouse with the drone. <laughs> so what happens is we just extended. We opened up a new business last week. We're probably the only one in the world that thought of opening up a new business last <laughs> week. So we got the premises next to us and we put in a coffee shop and a pop-up shop. So the pop-up shop is to allow small businesses online for free to come and show our customers what they've got. Right. Mm. So then we have people from all over Australia and they want to know what we look what our shop looks like. So we just get the drone up and we can drone through the, the shop and show people what it what it looks like. We're just not an online store. Like we have nine fitting rooms. Wow. And we can turn and because of the um, the what's happening at the moment, we turn them into nine virtual rooms. So our fitting rooms at the moment, we have eight fitting rooms going all the time of people throughout Australia wanting to get fitted and they just Skype or FaceTime into our fitting rooms. So the drone is just to show people that um, no matter where you live, you can be a part of us. Mm. And when we do live, we have live fashion shows. Last year we launched the world's first live interaction fashion show. So, for instance, you could be in Sydney and you could ask the model on a runway to turn around and show, it and show you the back of that swimsuit. Yeah. So we're trying to bring the country and people to, to us yeah. and interact with them. Because videos are going to be on the way out. It's all about live. Yeah. People want to interact now and get an answer now. And and that, that reached 250,000 people, that one video. Wow. So, so did you hear that Australian government, we need to uh, up the ante on our NBN and internet connections, oh, please? Definitely. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Oh, oh, it's so hard. It yeah. is. But, but that's what, you know, you have to do these days. You've got to think outside the box. Like when the virus happened, you know, I said, like, um, nothing and no one's going to stop me. I'm still going to launch this business. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. show people, like, when the country's back, you know, if you've got an online clothing company, come and be with us for one to two weeks. It's free rent. Mm. You know what I mean? We can advertise it. They can advertise it. Because we've been in business 27 years, I want to help people. I want to help yeah. other businesses. And these stores can't afford bricks and mortar. They no. can't afford shops. But they've got good products. So we're going to give them the option of doing that. Then the warehouse, then behind the warehouse, we've built a full-on studio where we shoot our live events. So we've got a massive... That's amazing. Um, and we're extending, we're also adding another five fitting rooms. So and where, we'll where is it in Brisbane? Um, we're 10 minutes from Brisbane in the airport at Virginia on Sandgate I Because I'm from Brisbane. I know exactly where you yeah, mean. Yeah, so we're on Sandgate Road next to um, Chemist Warehouse. We've got Chemist right. Warehouse on one side and Rebel Sport on the other. So you can that imagine our coffee cups doing quite well. So I'm, <laughs> I'm selling coffee to pay for bras. <laughs> <laughs> so you can so, click and collect bras and get a coffee. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can you yeah. tell us or tell the listeners, what, what does a fitting involve? Um, if you come into our store, it's two things. We never touch our customers whether you, you know, when you come in. We educate our customers at the same time. The girls like to see what you're wearing first. So this can be in the store on a, or on Skype or FaceTime. We see what you're wearing. We ask you what your problems are. Like, do you have a sore shoulder? 
Um, we tell them where their bra is currently fitting or not fitting. So we sort of do um, a bit of Q&A with them mm. and then we educate them. Then we, should, we ask them what they're looking for and do they have an outfit they want to wear or is it just a sports bra? Then we go and bring them in a range of products. So if you're on, say, Zoom or FaceTime like we are, like, you know, like we have been, the girls will walk out to the shop, get the products and come back and show you the products. And then we will try them. If you're in the store, we will try them on you and explain where it does or does does not fit. But you can wear it, come out in two or three different sizes. But on if you're doing it via virtual, we will show you the bras and then you can just say, yeah, I'd like to try that and we can send them to you. I think our strike rate on returns is something like, we've got like a 90, 95 success rate on our virtual fittings because my girls have been doing this a very long time. Yeah. You know, and they're in the fitting rooms. So it's just like you are in a fitting room. And the, the whole procedure is shown on our website. So you can see exactly oh, how it okay. does on our website, exactly what they do. Yeah. Oh, that's so mm. good. What okay. advice would you offer someone that's actually shopping for a bra? Know what you want first. See, what's your problem? That's the biggest thing is, you know, what problem do you have? Does it ride up your back? You know, um, like at the moment we're, we're doing a lot of stuff with the medical professions, you know, um, they're sweating a lot. You know, if, if they've got a patient, you know, they're changing um, they're changing their scrubs two to three times a day, but they can't change their bra. So at the moment, everyone wants to know what's moisture wicking so the bras aren't, aren't holding moisture. So at the moment, that's our biggest thing. But they're wanting a bra to help them working all these long, long hours. And so you've got the supermarket workers. You might have someone from Pontus working in a supermarket. Yeah. They've got neck and back problems straight away, so they need a posture bra. So it's finding out, knowing what the customer wants first and what they've tried and what's uncomfortable. It's just mm. listening to them first. Yeah. That's so, so interesting. Um, and so with all the bras that people are buying yeah. you said before about the ones that are popular what do you think is the one that would be internationally popular internationally popular yeah. if you've got a um a bra it would have to be a sports bra so that, that would moisture away so is that so not, are people wearing that even if they're not actually using them to be active? Yeah, people are wearing them if they're not active too. But at the moment, and this what's happening now, but normally it's a sports bra is normally in, in, nearly in everyone's wardrobe. Yeah. Even if they don't wear it's comfortable, it takes away the moisture and, and that's it. Yeah. So at the moment, sports bra globally is the one to go or a leisure bra. So you're at home and you just want something that's on, that's just easy to put on. Sure. But at, at moment and then at the time of year changes so mm. like at christmas it's all it, the strapless bra everyone wants strapless formal time so there's different types different um things throughout the year where bras become um what people are wanting like as i said you know nursing uh, nursing strapless yeah, sports yeah. so yeah it's always fascinated me why bras were invented with the the clips at the back the clips at the back. Man probably invented it. Well, <laughs> I, what was what was that um, from Bette Midler? The over the sh over the shoulder bowl holder. Shoulder holders, yeah. But that, as you you could look somewhere like Jolly Parton. Can you imagine doing a bra that fits up the front? I that know. would nearly be impossible for her to wear a front opening bra. Yeah, yeah. Think, oh, okay. Yeah. So the bigger the bra, the bigger the breasts. You're not going to be able yeah, to. Yeah, the harder front. it is. Yeah, it just depends on, on the bra, yes. Right. So can you tell us where, tell us more about the your online store, first of all, where 
people can find you, etc., etc. Okay, so it's um, browse2go.com.au. From there, it tells you everything about our virtual fittings. We've even got an affiliated program. So if you're at home or got a lot of friends, you can actually earn money promoting us. So oh, that's okay. really good in this type of climate. The affiliated programs really work because we might have a mother who belong, has got two, 300 friends on a mother's group. doesn't cost her anything. If, yeah. she, if she tells us, if she tells her friends, she can actually get a commission on it. So the that's affiliated cool. program is really good. And then there's, um, from there you can go everywhere, all our live events. If you want to see how a bra should fit, if you want to see girls in sports bras on a mini trampoline, if you want to know about nursing bras, everything is on our website and it's very user-friendly. took me seven months to design this website last year. Wow. And I've just made it very simplistic. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that was another question was um, how often should people update their bras? Update their bras. Depends how many bras you have. We get asked that question a lot. Depends how many bras you have, how many bras you wear a week and how often you um, wash your bras. Right. So some bras can last. I have bras that have lasted a year because they're laundered properly, but I yeah. might have six bras on rotation. And so, so what, it, are they meant to be hand-washed? Um, a lot of them are meant to be hand-washed, yes. Or gentle cycle, yeah. No, yeah. mainly hand-wash only. Oh, okay. A lot, people, a lot of people wash their bras in the shower. Yeah. So they just do it and hang it that way. It's just because you can imagine a lot of the bigger bras with the wires, they do get stuck in the machines. Yeah. And, yeah, and the bras will last so much longer being hand-washed. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. So, again, just reiterate the, the website again for people. Um, Brastogo.com.au. Very simple. Everything you need to know is on there. Fantastic. And is the swimwear also available on the website? Yes, all the tabs are at the top. Um, with swimwear, cup size swimwear, if you go to the bottom of the page, it has everything about like why you should shop with us. Like um, if people shop with us, we have bras, you know, all our bras under a hundred, yeah. $50 birthday voucher, um, you know, lots of live interaction events. So we're trying to nurture our customers um, and, and look after them. We're, we're here to help. And, and we're they can open. also make some money. <laughs> but, and not join the affiliated program. A lot of people are at the moment. That's that such a great idea. Yeah, it's just helping. It doesn't cost them anything. Yeah. You know, they're just telling people about our bras. If someone buys a bra from the recommendation, they get a commission. That's very excellent. simple. I love so, that. Yeah. I really love that. Well, Karen, thank you so much for coming onto the show. I really appreciate it. It's just such an interesting issue. And I think that what you basically what you've put out there is really going to help other people. Um, Women are going to be out flocking to that website, I'm sure, to actually look and see what you actually are about because it's absolutely fascinating how you've moulded the business to suit everybody. Look, and look, I thank you because we need people like you to get the message out. I yeah. know it's bras, but people don't understand what a good fitting bra can actually feel feel like. But, yeah, I appreciate everything. Thank oh, I, so I have a lot of girlfriends and I know exactly how important it is. <laughs> <laughs> You can always just say you're doing research for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, Karen, thank you so much. Have a great day. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Ants Talk. It's like Oprah, but not.